Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented wife, Miss Southern Shell, and we got TikTok Tyler on the boards. <laughs> Shell, what's happening this week? Well, we're going to lead it off this week with the Palmer Home event. We have officially set a date for our VIP uh, event. Experience. Experience. What is that going to include? So we are raising money for the Palmer Home. We've That's been talking right. about it a lot. We're trying to raise $20,000 this year. Um, if you help us raise that money, the top five people will be able to bring a guest. So it'll be 10 people total. That's it. For a VIP class. That's right. We're going to pick you up from a hotel. We're going to feed you. We're going to get you drunk. We're what? Going- <laughs> it's going to be. be well, that just- one's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to drink. You don't have to drink. I'll drink for you if yeah. you don't want it. You, and watch, then- you can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna, no, we're going to make it a Never nice event. Happen. But we, um, so the top five. Rolling uh, out the red carpet. We're going to roll out the red carpet. We're going to have fun. Um, it'll be an all day Saturday. VIP class, November 13th, if you help us, you know, raise the money. And all the details on this are at howtobarbecuewrite.com forward slash Palmer, P-A-L-M-E-R. They can figure out how to start a fundraiser campaign. They can yeah. donate. They can do all these good things for the Palmer Home. And if you want to check out more info on the Palmer Home, it's there too. Palmerhome.org. They're a great organization. And we're going to. We're, we're at 8,000, so we got 12 oh, wow. to go. Good. We're, we've got an event coming up before July 4th where we're going to donate some of that money to the Palmer Home too, right? Wienerfest. Wienerfest. <laughs> you know, so the July, how long has that July 4th thing been? A, I mean, they've been having that hot dog eating contest. on It's Coney Island, right? Yeah. yeah. It's got to be like, oh, I mean, over 50 years by now, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, a lot, it's probably the oldest running hot dog eating contest in the world. Yes. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what they do in Frankfurt, Germany. Is that where the hot dog was invented? <laughs> but, but a Coney Island dog, and are they? Uh, they're Nathan's there too. I don't. Has Nathan been the sponsor the whole time? July fourth, nineteen sixteen. Wow, that's over a hundred years. That's one hundred and five years, right? God. Yeah. Um, We're starting the first annual <laughs> How to Barbecue Right Winter Fest, <laughs> and we are having, <laughs> and there's going to be an all you can eat hot dog contest. Yeah. See so, so who can eat the most hot dogs. Got to eat the bun. Got to eat the wiener. You can dip it in water. You can tear it up, deconstruct it, but you got to eat all of it. And how long is it going to go? We decided somebody. Five minutes. Yeah, it's like you a five, five minute minutes. contest. Yeah. So you eat the most hot dogs. You got to sign a waiver. We're not responsible. You know, Amateurs for, only. I don't know what this much <laughs> nitrates will do to you in five minutes. <laughs> Tyler, you're talking about getting in on it, right? I was about to say celebrity guest TikTok Tyler is going to be taking part in it. That's... And this is for amateur people only, right? No How professional. How do you define an amateur eater? Because I'm, sure I'm pretty I'm... sure I'm a professional. <laughs> no, I was like, you know, what was the one that Kobayashi or, or, or the, Joey oh, yeah. Shark? Joey, yeah, Joey Chestnut. We don't want someone like that. That's going to come. We want it to be a fun, friendly atmosphere. We're not taking like that part's. It's just something fun to do. But there is going to be a trophy involved, right, yes. Tyler? Yes. I think yes. we've got a Wienerfest yeah. trophy. Um, We're going to have T-shirts made. Those proceeds for the T-shirts and donations that day are going to go towards the, to the Palmer home, mm-hmm. towards our money that we're raising for that. There's going to be – we've got all kinds of ideas and stuff. We're going to have demos. We have a guess how many hot dogs are on the BFO, which is the nine-foot uh, outlaw yeah. pit smoker. It's the big It's the big effing outlaw, the BFO. <laughs> Big freaking outlaw. I can say that, right? Yes. Um, and see how many, we're going to see how many hot dogs we can put on it. And then we're going to guess there's going to be a prize for that, right? Hold we're on. probably going to have Traegers out there cooking some stuff too. Yep. June 26th. So June this 26th. all came about because we were planning a July 4th event for the shop. And then I guess our last podcast, we started <laughs> brainstorming and somehow we got on hot It dogs. happens. <laughs> we got on hot dogs. And you love hot dogs. I think it, who doesn't, who doesn't love a hot dog? It, it, it doesn't get more American than a hot dog, right? Yeah, and this is kind of our July Fourth thing. Yeah, um, so we're gonna have a Star Sprangle Wiener celebration. Yeah, we're uh, okay. gonna have a man in a Wiener contest uh, suit. <laughs> we don't have a Wiener suit, do we? I no, but I wish we could get the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile to show up. I Wouldn't that be cool? It. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, but it said you really need like six weeks, oh. and I, we only had like three or four by the time I re- yeah. had requested it. 
But if anybody's do, got any contacts on the, with the Wiener people, <laughs> we want to get the Wiener Mobile. We will, yeah, we will do whatever it takes to get the Wiener Mobile. <laughs> no judgment, no judgment from our part, whether you have connections to the Wiener Mobile or not. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it riding around before. I've stopped and got me a little Wiener whistle. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it in Hernando before. Yeah, it's been Hernando. Yeah, we like popped a Yui <laughs> <laughs> to go back and see it, honking the horn, flagging them down. Um, I do think so. We are going to do like a Katie's going to head up a sidewalk, uh, child's sidewalk chalk art contest. That's too. good. Like yeah. something, something Fourth of July. Yeah, everybody gets a little sidewalk square and they get to do some child, some sidewalk art. Yeah. Um, I think we should <clears> do more than just hot dogs. Well, we can do whatever. What's some Fourth of July stuff? You got to do apple pie. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll see. We've got we've got some time to plan. We got a few weeks. We got three yeah. weeks. You know that's a good idea. We could do like an apple apple cobbler on the pellet grill. Yeah, that would be a good. One. Oh, that'd be a real good one. Yeah. Have some bucket ice cream. Though do they still make that ice cream in a bucket? That's what I remember from going to my granny's always having. That's the best ice cream. You know what I'm talking about? It's like Turner. Oh, we had Turner Dairy. I don't know what y'all probably had Louisville's. Like yeah, I think so. I think uh, there's a big plastic bucket. It. We use those buckets for everything. Yeah, like they were, you used the bucket after you ate all the ice cream out of it. Yes. Yeah, I think we're that gonna, has my Kroger for sure. That would yeah. be good. We'll do some some kind of apple cobbler, apple apple dessert on the grill, apple crisp thing. Yeah, that would be really good. Yes, it would be easy to do and easy to. That's something easy to demo and pass out. You know. Maybe next year at Winterfest we'll have an apple pie eating contest. I don't know how that would be. You have to make a lot of apple pies for that. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Isn't that a thing to too? Pie eating contest. I think it is. I want to say I'm sure fair, I fairs always had pie eating contest, didn't they? Yes, yeah, pie eating. Con- I mean, whenever you do like the state, you think of state fairs and apple pies, blueberry pies, like because they sell them or whatever. Like, what is that called? Where they set or I can't think of the name, man. But anyway, so they sell a bunch of apple pies. Everybody brings their pies and stuff like that. And then afterwards, oh, they usually like, do like pie eating contests. Yeah. yeah, like a cakewalk type where they Thank yeah, like you. I won yeah. the state fair this year. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. When I think of that, I think, wasn't that movie Stand By Me where they have the pain thing and the kid gets sick and everybody gets sick? And it's, y'all remember that movie? Who's the story? <laughs> no. I'm, I think that's where it's from, if I remember right. Stand By Me is about them going to go look at a dead body. Yeah, but there's a story in that movie oh, that, that okay. one of the kids told. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty okay. sure it was. <laughs> anyway, Oscar Mayer, Weenie Mobile, if you're listening. Yeah, what's that? We have a reserve spot for you. Maybe we could tag them in something. Pull a clip out of this, Tyler. (laughs) But what's the shirt going to say? I survived Wienerfest. The shirt's awesome. I survived Wienerfest, and to be frank, I relished it. (laughs) But it's really cool. It's like retro looking, and it's funny. We'll be selling those, and the proceeds will go to the uh, Palmer Home. There you go. Yeah, and we'll be. how many hot dogs are we trying to get? Like a thousand, over a thousand hot dogs? I don't know because we got to fill that grill up, and we have no idea how many it's going to take. Yeah, so we don't want to. We don't want to put out any. You, know, you don't want to give anybody any hints of how many is going to be on there. So that's true, and it'll be a lot. It's we got to have a dogs. lot of hot dogs for this hot dog eating contest. And many, yeah, I, and we're going to give away some hot dogs. I mean, you come, yeah. you're going to get a hot dog. <laughs> you're, you're at least going to get one hot dog. And I've already got the um, pump. Pump for the, for the mayo and the, uh, the mustard. Mustard. And We're not going to have mayo out there. I mean, Ketchup. it'll be somewhere around. <laughs> for, the, for those, I'll just for have those weird people. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll have like a special <laughs> curtain the mayo people can go behind. <laughs> you have to eat your mayo dogs back there out of sight. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that way nobody judges me. I'm private, just around my own people. Private blue plate booth. <laughs> we get a blue plate tent booth or set up. <laughs> yeah, you know what Tyler told me this morning? What? So I found out that blue plate does sponsorships. No, they don't. And so and so I got we got to pull out all the stops to get a blue plate sponsorship now. Like we gotta we gotta let everybody know that had a barbecue. Right Looking for the blue plate. I've been trying to get. I've been, I wanted to have like I was trying to find shell. This is going to be one of our Christmas gifts a year or so ago. I never could find one. It was a blue plate T-shirt. <laughs> just just a T-shirt with the old blue plate logo and everything. I can't find them. So maybe if we get hooked up with that sponsorship, they'll make us, give us some blue plate swag. Heck yeah. I would. I'd wear it. You'd rock I'd a rock. blue plate shirt, wouldn't you? Yeah. See if they got some curtains so we can eat, <laughs> eat behind. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> it's a 
a start. In closet mayo people. <laughs> Make sure we have some spoons back there. Um So yeah, that's that's what we got coming up, Wienerfest. I'm excited about it. We're also doing a demo, um, like a Father's Day grilling little little grill demo one evening here coming up at the shop. That's is that next week? No, it's the week after next. Yeah, it'll be the Thursday before Father's Day. If you're in town, you want to come by after yeah. hours. So it'll be like a shop after hours. It'll be four to seven yeah. on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah, um, a few hours. We're probably going, we're, going to, we're going to throw some stuff on a grill that the dad would like that I would like to eat. Yeah, you know, it'll steaks. be the the June seventeenth is that date, and um, we're going to demo the margaritas and the Bloody Marys and old fashions and things like that. Cool. So we'll have like a lot going on. That. Yeah. Um, so one thing that we haven't talked about that happened in between our last podcast and this podcast is we got a call from Memphis in May. We did. Did we do a podcast after Memphis in May talking about where we finished and all that? Yeah, yeah we did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's been so long ago. It's been, it's been a, a week, ain't it? We did that one before. Did we do that Yeah, after and we Memphis talked about how there was a big issue with the delay in finals oh, judging. Yeah. yeah. So – but the newest hour six now has an asterisk. <laughs> yeah. No, really, it don't. It's just a seven. <laughs> so Memphis and May had to call the rib teams, and it turns out, I guess it's okay for me to talk about this. Who didn't tell me not to? But I mean, they, I think it's they called on. up very apologetic, and you know things happen. It's a barbecue contest; people aren't perfect. But um, apparently, the fourth place team, it was a t- their score was tied for third. And so they do a tiebreaker at Memphis in May, which there's they they go and they break it. They've got their system of how they break a tie, so it pushed, it pushed one of those tied teams to fourth. Well, when they ran the results, it kicked out that fourth place team automatically. Like I guess because it took the top three out, and that score was the same as that third, it just took them out of the system and automatically bumped everybody up. And so we got called. Fourth was really fifth. Fifth was sixth. Sixth was seventh. And on down, so everybody moved a spot, and so we moved down a spot, and uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, I would have my you know, first response after we got off that phone conversation, which we the people that called us were extremely nice. Oh yeah, it's not their fault. It happens. You know, we were very understanding, but as soon as that phone call was over, I said, "No, nah, we still sick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't they say like because we got the sixth place trophy? Yeah. I ain't giving it back. <laughs> they, didn't they say they were going to send us like a, a placard that says seventh? <laughs> Well, we can pull our six one off and stick yeah. our seventh. That ain't happening. We've already put it out. We were six. So. I'm not going back and I'm undoing re- that social post. Yeah, yeah. We're not retracting that. They want to put an asterisk by it. They can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, it sucks to be that fourth place team. Yeah, it was. It was my buddy Jason Wiggs. Yeah, he, he was. Uh, was their Hog Express, and that's the best he's ever done there. I mean, that was, and they got didn't get to get on stage. Fourth place at Memphis and May gets one of the big trophies. Mm-hmm. You don't get the the little bowling style trophy that we got. Fourth gets one of the metalworks yeah, creative ones, one. and he didn't get the you know they didn't get to get on stage. They didn't get to get that trophy, and that kind of stinks. So are they going to pull that fourth place trophy back from the fifth place guys? Uh, you know that's a good question. Are they going because that's a, a cheap trophy? Yeah, they're going to make them make them another one. Are they going to ask them for that one back? I didn't. That ain't my dog to fight. My yeah. fight there. I wouldn't want to give it up if I was that fifth place team, but hey. But so we got sixth and seventh place. We got sixth and seventh. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I'm ready to go back next year. That was a great Memphis in May. It was. It was a lot of fun. It all kind of lined up. We did yep. good. Weather was perfect. Mm-hmm. Crowd was just right. Because out there, you got to be really good and very lucky. Yeah. Oh man, our scores. We got our scores back, and I think we carried nine two nine point nine eights. Everything else was tinned out. That's how tight it was in the top ten. And so when you carry that, I mean, that's, that's you're right there. You don't change nothing. You yeah. rock the same recipe and just hope I mean, you on site. On a different table. Yeah, yeah, hope you get, you got to win that table, man. We didn't have anything but tens on site, which that's good. I kind of expected that. Um, one recipe we haven't talked about is your honey chipotle rib recipe. Oh, that was my Memorial Day recipe, mm-hmm. and. I did a, just an old classic Weber Weber rib, made me a two-zone fire, got me some good compart ribs, seasoned them up. I used Heath's uh, Chipotle seasoning and, you know, get some spice on them. And you used hot sauce as a binder? A little hot sauce. Have you ever done that before? Uh, not on ribs. I just thought it would be good because I was trying to get, get them a little spicy. It didn't 
It didn't make them hot. Now, if you if you were to use like a I don't know one of them Hellfire sauces or something out of your little high Scoville, yeah, out of the little kit you have, like what it's one of those the hot last ones. dab, yeah, the last dab, or that'd probably put some fire to it. But um, our hot sauce is just a good eating hot sauce, so it made a great binder. The ribs were beautiful. The seasonings on them. The heat rubs. It has chipotle flavor, but it's not like super hot or anything. Yeah. It just has that smokiness that chipotle has, and made a really good rib. Uh, wrapped them up with a little butter. You know, did did, did did the normal stuff to them. Put a little hot honey in there to give me a little more heat. That did add some spice to it. Yeah, a little. It's a it's like a chili infused honey, and so uh, I wanted some sweet. You know, I wanted the sweet element, and I wanted the richness from the butter. And wrapped them up, and it was a standard cook, man. A Weber, a Weber kettle, you can you can smoke just about anything on it. And for ribs, you don't even have to add any more charcoal. I, you know, the initial chimney I put in there, and then a few unlit, and then scattered my uh, chunks of wood in there. That was all the coal I needed for that whole cook. And it was probably it was roughly a four hour cook, but with a little glaze time, you yeah. know. So it, was, it did just right. Yeah, you're not going to get like a six seven yeah, hour cook it, on I mean, a Weber. I, you know, you have to add a little. I mean, you get one of those grates. Either you take the grate off, or get one that flips up, or you can add a little more coal to it and keep the fire going. But you can, you can, you can do some long cooks with it. It's just, you know, I would if I was going to do a long cook, like for a bud or something like that, I'd do that snake method where I, you know, build the coals all, all the way around the outside and let them slow burn because I've got a full eight hour cook out of that. On that's before. true. That's true. But ribs just don't take that long on a Weber. Yeah, at those temps. So, um. I went through all the YouTube comments and stuff and got some good questions. So from the rib, yeah, okay. Because normally we we talk about it before we you know have a week to gather a bunch of comments. So. Yeah. Um, people wanted to know that about the membrane. We didn't talk about that, but the com parts come. Uh, they already come peeled, or the ones I get do. I yeah. guess you can buy some with with, the, with it on there, but they're already peeled off. Do so you, ever- you all, always rem- always remove it. I don't like the, I don't like that membrane on there. Um, you can score it if you don't want to peel it, but man, it's it's really nothing to peel them off. Just get you some paper towel and kind of work it from the edge and take your time. I mean, it's slimy. The the more you let that, it's best if you do it really cold, like right out of the refrigerator, where the fat hadn't kind of warmed up and started to liquefy a little bit. If you let that rib warm up, it's it's slimier, <laughs> so it makes it a little trickier to pull off. But if you do it when it's cold, it comes right off. Um, do you ever buy like just Grocery store ribs where it's already removed. Um, I'm trying to remember what brand. It seems like maybe Swifts. Come if you see Swifts, they come peeled sometimes, but most of them, most of them have that membrane still on there, just because it's an extra, you know, it's an extra step they're taking in packing, so they're going to have to charge a little more for it, and they're trying to get a product out there that's, you know, it's economical, so they leave that membrane on there. And some people, I guess, some people like to eat it. I don't. Personally, I don't know why. It's just a barrier. It gets a little crunchy, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. I, mean, I guess it holds them together where your ribs. To me, it makes them tougher. And I don't want to eat that. I mean, yeah. That old. If you go to an old school barbecue joint, they don't take it off. Most barbecue don't joints off. don't because no. it takes time. You yeah, know? and time's money. Time's money. Um. You got to pay somebody to take those membranes off. What's the and when you're cooking, you know, cases and cases of ribs, you don't want to peel peel all those slabs. Uh, Dreamland Barbecue. When you go to Alabama, I go to Dreamland Barbecue. I, now I don't know what they are. I haven't had the, these ribs in years, but they leave the membrane on, and it gets kind of crunchy because they char them. I, you like that? Yeah. Some I people do. like it. I mean, I've seen people do videos of it. I mean, it's like talking about scoring it with the knife. Some people like that just because. It does break it up some, but then you get some of that crispiness, I guess. Um, somebody wanted to know, have you ever brined ribs? Yeah. If you got time, it works great. I mean, I mean a wet brine? Yeah. You can do it. Um, what the time, I will say this, you kind of watch what you brine them in because it'll turn it into more like a ham like texture if you leave them in it too long. So I don't, I don't brine them most of the time just because I want to taste that pork flavor with a little bit of smoke to it where you get the smoke ring and it's trying not to turn that whole rib like like a you know cured almost so whenever you're brining it and that's i mean that's how they turn hams and, and you know fresh hams into cured hams is by the brine process they put it in so that's what you're doing to the meat you're curing it in it so it's a 
fine line on more maybe marinating or brining it than than curing it. So, Have you ever like marinated it in a in a thicker marinade like you would a chicken or something like that? Um, I I have. You know, I've, I've, man, I've cooked ribs all kinds of ways. Yeah, you know, trying different stuff. We used to. As soon as I asked you that, I thought about. I think you did them in a jerk marinade and did yeah, a jerk rib yeah, before. Yeah, jerk rib. Yeah, I did. I did do Those that. Good. Those were yeah. good. Um, we used to. I mean, I've done them in Italian dressing before. I've I've done them. Um, we do, we used to do a dry brine where we would take. Um, Cavenders, which is a Greek seasoning made over in Arkansas, we'd put that on pretty heavy, and then we'd take a jerk rub or a Caribbean rub and put that all over them, and then we would let them sit overnight, and it would liquefy it and kind of dry brine them, and, and then we wash that off the next day. Typically in the hotel sink. In the hotel sink, yeah. <laughs> if we didn't have water, if we didn't have running water at the contest, we definitely would do it in the hotel sink. But um, yeah, so I've I've tried all kinds of stuff with it. It does give it. I mean, you can get some good flavors from them. You just have to know that if you leave it in there too long, or if you're using something that's got a lot of salt, a lot of sugar, it's going to cure. It's going to start a curing process on them, so it's going to change the texture. And I mean, it, it gives it good flavor, but then you're going to change that texture where it's kind of drier or chewier, you know. So it's a give and take. Yeah, you like to dry brine typically, though, don't yeah, you? Yeah, and you don't have to do it so dry. long. You know, overnight can be a little bit much. I mean, back when we were doing that, we would it was pretty much curing them. You know, we were taking. Baby back ribs and pretty much they would be solid pink all the way through. They were good. Yeah. They were just, I mean, it wasn't as good as the rib we cooked this year. Yeah. Um, a lot of people asked about what's the point of using the beer if you said it's not really adding flavor. I like beer. <laughs> <laughs> it did smell good. Yeah. I don't know if it's adding flavor, but it smelled good. I mean, you know, when I do brats and I do them in beer, I just like that smell, that beer simmering and. I don't know. Miller Lite's good. Yeah. Nectar of the gods. <laughs> this one was funny. Um, as a German, I'm asking myself, where's the beer? I only see you using water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Don't knock me for that. I'm a domestic man. I have simple taste as long as it's cold. If you want to drink some. The most know. controversy of, yeah. of the brand beer you use. Yeah. Some people were like, way to go. Love the Miller Lite. Tastes great. Less feeling. Maybe. Yeah. Some people. Uh, I like the gold top Miller Lights, man. There's nothing wrong with them. Some people were. Would I drink a Bud Light? I probably would if it's cold. Somebody gave it to me. Probably. You know? <laughs> if they're sitting there, if they're out of Miller Light, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a Coors Light or a Bud Light or something. Aren't these all variations of water beer though? Like really? Totally. They're like, oh, you drink water. It's beer. Miller Light. Oh, I'm gonna drink my Michelob Ultra. Like, yeah. Like, like, so, yeah. I mean, if you're not drinking something that's some kind of What's on stout or. You know, something super hoppy or something like that. I mean, I can drink a few of those beers, and I'm not saying I like them, but they're. I mean, I. I mean, I like the effect because I mean they put the wow wow on you. You know, <laughs> some of those you drink. But I could, you know, a twelve pack of Miller Lite. I'm good. You yeah. know, I'm not. I'm just even keel, feeling good, drinking beer. You know. But in our refrigerator, in our beer fridge right now, oh, it's well, everything. It? Yeah, it's everything. I got some of it all. I mean, there's. I forgot what's that grapefruit beer I have in there. I like that stuff. Uh, Lana Google? No, it's a. Uh, oh, the Italian looking one. I think it's German. Oh yeah, it's got a really like I I know white. I know what it is, but yeah, I can't it comes say in like name. a four pack. It's like yeah. a tall white bottle. It's not a bottle. It's a can. I mean can yeah, tall white can. Yeah, it's got some color and stuff. It's really good with vodka. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, we've got some of it all. I mean, we've got some great beers in Memphis, man. Wiseacre makes some mm-hmm. good ones. Uh, Southern Pecan has some good ones, tiny too. Tiny bombs. I love those tiny bombs. Man, those are good. It's Steag- Stiegel. 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 Rattler. Yeah, that's it. That's the Stiegel Rattler. That's a, that's summertime to me, mm-hmm. man. Give me some of that and some shot of cold vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I got a drink. I like the the line of kugels are good, but I've been on the seltzers lately. Uh, you know, I'll run a seltzer here and there. Don't not, don't say I won't. You know, those Trulies made by Miller Brewing. I guess they're made by Miller Brewing, aren't they? They're made by a Sam Adams Company, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah, it truly is. Uh, Miller some, Miller does distribute it though. Oh, they've got some new uh, Wicked. Man, what's it called? Wicked Haze. I saw advertised Sam Adams. I want to try. That sounds awesome. Their favorite, my favorite is their Oktoberfest by yeah, far. Yeah, I like so the, so the Oktoberfest too. 
I'll tell you another good beer. Beta makes some good beer down mm-hmm. in New Orleans. The Purple Haze, the Andy Gators. Michael loves their root beer. Yeah. A beta root beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really it's good. the best. Um, so, back to our questions. If time is allowed, is it better to season one side of the ribs, let it sweat, then flip and season? Oh, that's how we do Memphis and May. Or does it matter? Is the we, question. We'd season the backside first, give it about 30 minutes to sweat in, and then flip it over, season the top side, let it sit 30 minutes, to, and then it's ready to go on the grill. What? About an hour outside the refrigeration. So what does that do versus I just doing it, it all in one I think step. it sweats in. It makes your color more even. It melts those rubs and stuff where you don't get fingerprints and things in them when you're handling them. It just slicks it over. To where I mean, it's starting to me. It's starting the cooking process because you got the salt and you got that sugar, and it's starting to get into the meat, starting to work on the meat, and everything. Just the seasonings and all that kind of get transposed into the meat. You know, it fuses into it, and so it makes a real, real pretty rib, letting it sweat in. And doing that process, yeah, yeah. As opposed to just to sprinkling on and throwing it on. I mean, a lot of times if I'm doing a video or something, I'm sprinkling on. I'm not letting it sit. Yeah. I'm putting it on, and wherever my handprints touch it, I'm touching it back up and then closing the cooker and letting it go, you know. So if you're cooking just for backyard cooking, are you going to do that Probably process? Not. Yeah. I mean, this if is I'm more, just throwing yeah. it on, but if I'm trying to be perfect and get the most beautiful ribs I can, I'm going to let it sweat in. Um, Jay did that in his video. Let it sweat, yeah. yeah. Mojo, yeah. Um. <laughs> When he said, I'm going to hit it with a bit of rub for the third time, I lost it. It's like shooting a man in the head and throwing him out of a plane to make sure he's dead. You know what that was? That was a Yankee. What video <laughs> What video was that from? I mean, was Jay's or mine? No, from yours. Oh. From the Honey Chipotle. Oh. Oh, I used too much seasoning is what you're saying? So, yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. Can you put too much seasoning on a rib? I don't know if you can or not. You let it sweat it. I mean. That's what I'm saying. It's a Yankee. Oh. Somebody don't like flavor. I don't know about, <laughs> so, don't know about where they're regionally from. <laughs> sorry to all you Yankees out there. I just assume that you like bland food. I guess you're a Red Sox fan. <laughs> I'm going to pretend like this all isn't affecting me <laughs> here from Boston. Tyler's a Red Sox fan. <laughs> Do you think the food in the South is more flavorful? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Except for, well, seafood has a completely different meaning down here. I will say that. But it's different. You know, yeah, but as for barbecue, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't know they had seafood up north. Thought it all came from New Orleans. Where <laughs> <laughs> it tastes good. Um, somebody said, "How do you get to three hundred with a full chimney?" When they've tried it, it would just rocket. What do you mean it would rocket? Like there, there's Their a spike tent out. Would spike. Oh, you cut the vents back. I mean, I had them barely. They were. You know, I don't even know if it's a quarter inch, but it was, it was just a gap, bottom and top. That's what checks it back. So it's all about it's all about controlling the air. Airplane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can make it go to zero, cut it all the way off. <laughs> It'll put it out. <laughs> you know what you're doing? Just slow. I mean, it, you know, it's hot in the chimney. You know, it's fire hot. You put them in there and you kill the air back, and it's all on the oxygen going in. It gives it just enough to keep it. Yeah, to keep it. That's how you control it. Um, what model? I saw it raising up. I would, you know, kick it, close it off a little more. But I like, to, I like to have it to where it's flowing. You got to have some airflow coming in to keep the coals going. You got to have some going out to make it circulate. So. Um, what model Weber grill was used? It's a twenty-two inch kettle. I don't know. That was the newer model because remember I had the old Performer. I think it was, but this one's. It's not a one touch. What do they call that? Gold series? Or? I bought it for you for Christmas. Yeah. Day, or yeah. birthday gift last year. Mm-hmm. But I forget which particular. It's the one where the lid don't come off. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I mean, does it's just 22 is, inch Weber kettle. You could do it with any Weber yeah. kettle. Is it the master touch? Master, master touch. touch. That's, that's it. it. Yep. Uh, they ask, is that the Weber that comes with a heat deflector plate? And if so, why didn't you use it? I don't know where it is. <laughs> I've never used it. <laughs> I don't think. It did come with one. It came with one. It came with that little thing that sits on it, too. I'm not quite sure what that's for. Maybe putting your little Weber controller on or something. But uh, I don't know where it is. <laughs> that's a, and that's a good idea. I could have used that if I'd have had it. Well, th- that makes this recipe totally, more versatile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was just trying to show you how you could set it up for two-zone cooking, really. 
I guess with that plate, I've never used a diverter in my Weber like that. But Do you think that the pan of liquid is a diverter to an Yeah, extent? it's a heat sink, you know, because that, that liquid, whatever liquid you're putting in there, it could be sand for that matter of rocks. It's going to absorb some of that heat that's in there, fill up the void, and radiate some heat too. But, you know, when I've got that liquid there, the hottest it's going to get is like 212 degrees. So you're kind of cooling it down a little on that side, right underneath the meat a little bit, and holding it so like if it's 300 something or wherever the fire tip is, right there at the fire, right over that pan's cooler. It's it's you know stopping some of it. And it does it help diffuse the heat? Like spread um, I would say it, it spreads it out some. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Um. I don't get that scientific with it, though. I just put it in there. It smells good. slows the cooking down a little bit. Whatever. You do get that scientific <laughs> with it. Um, people were asking, where do you get the hood hinge from? Like the the hinge for the Weber kettle. Oh, that, was, that one came with it. But there is a company that makes them like aftermarket to put on any kettle. It's the Unknown Barbecue Company. Isn't it? I think so. You'll have to look that They're up. They're in Florida, before. but they yeah. will ship. Anyway, I've got one on my I've got one on my killer hog drum. I've got one that old the old Weber that I have is here at the shop. It's out. That's why I brought it up here for cooking cooking steaks for lunch or something. So it's and I've got a lid hinge on it. It's got a little pin. You can pull it off. Like if you really want to take the lid off, you or you just put the pin back in and it makes it to where it just stays up. But they sell them for the Weber Smoky Mountains. They sell them for drums. Yeah. What's it? Is it Unknown Barbecue? UnknownBarbecue.com. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm seeing a few different guys. Like Cajun Bandit makes them and stuff. Uh, so. Yeah. There's probably some people that's knocked them off, and I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, sure, I'm surprised Weber doesn't sell one. Yeah. Like an aftermarket you think that would be accessory. A, you think that would be one? They want you to hang it on the side because, you know, the little lid has a little tab on it that you can hang it on the edge. I can never get it to stay right. You know, when I'm pulling it off, it's handy to have it stay on there. Just raise it up and raise it back down. But I will say this. When you put that, I find myself liking to take the lid off more because I can work. I can set that grill out in the middle and I can work around it all sides. Yeah. So I mean, with videos, we try to keep it stationary in one shot where I'm not, you know, moving all around the grill. But if I'm cooking steaks or burgers or I'm putting a lot of stuff on my Weber and I like to get, you know, all around it. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're cooking wings. Yeah. Yeah. Can I wrap the ribs in butcher paper instead? You could. Um, I don't know. I've never tried to add the butter and the honey and all that stuff in butcher paper. I don't think it worked very well. That was the other question. Can you also do that with the butter and the sauce? <laughs> yeah. Stuff? I don't think you could. I mean, I've never tried it. That would defeat the purpose. <laughs> It all leak out or get absorbed in that paper. I imagine you might make a mess in your Weber. It'd make a heck of a mess. <laughs> when you do it with butcher paper, you're just doing a dry kind of. Rhythm. Yeah, I don't do anything. I might baste them a little bit or spritz them. You know, just put a little moisture on it, but I don't put anything in there when when I'm wrapping them with butcher paper. Um, several people commented on how the Mike's hot honey is a game changer. Oh, some good stuff now. Yeah. No, it's hot. I ain't gonna lie. You get you a spoon of that stuff, it'll open you up. Do you know what kind of peppers are in it? It just says infused with chilies. So I imagine it's cayennes and it's probably a lot of cayenne. That's a cheap pepper. You guys just buy that at the grocery store? The Kroger has it. Or it's over, but it's over with like the fancy cheese area of the deli. Okay. And it's usually like they've got all the little imported almonds and yeah. cheese knives and things like that. And they've got a stack of this Mike's Hot Honey. Uh, we were making a run on them for a while. <laughs> We were selling yeah. them out. Kroger's probably wondering why they're selling well, so much. Man, we got to run on that hot honey. Didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Folks love that hot honey. <laughs> no, it's just us practicing Memphis and May Road. <laughs> um, someone said, uh, Mike's hot honey is so good. I like to mix it with some good ground mustard, and it makes a really great spicy honey mustard. Ooh. I thought you'd like that little tip. Yeah. That would make, that would make some good little meatballs. Ooh. Spicy honey mustard meatballs. Would you still use a stone ground on meatballs? It would just, I mean, it just use a, did it say stone ground or did it, it said say, ground? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could. I yeah, mean, you could. Let's try that. That'd be good. That's a TikTok. That's right. TikTok, Tyler, write that down. <laughs> Mike's spicy honey meatballs. Honey mustard, mustard meatballs. Yeah. 
Um, so you didn't have to replace any of the coals at any point during that? No, time. it just ran smooth. Once you got to the end, were you pretty much done? Like, yeah, could you have it, kept cooking? Not much longer. I was down to the last, you know, probably fit my fist size of coals in there. Everything else had pretty much burned down to ash. So it did a good, I would say it burned four and a half, maybe close to five hours total at that temp. And that's from five when- would have been pushing it. I mean, you'd have, if I'd have let it go too much longer, I probably would have had to add a handful or two. And you were starting to run out of coal. You know, were starting the temps were starting. Yeah, but they they temp down right as I wanted them to for glazing. Yeah. So when we were glazing, it wasn't hitting up close to three hundred. It was more like two fifty, and it was already on the downfall. They didn't gave everything they had, but it probably wouldn't. I was I don't know if unlit coals. I probably put like a half chimney. I dumped the hot hot coals in there. It filled up you know three quarters of the side over there. I just put another probably about I didn't I just poured it out of the bag, but if I had to guess it's probably about a half chimney. Probably about seventeen and a half per guess. <laughs> and then you added some wood. <laughs> then I had to put the wood to it. <laughs> put the wood to her. Really is a missed opportunity that Jolene's not the grill we're putting all the wieners in. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> When you open the grill, it just says, happy pride, y'all. Going <laughs> to be a He's a wiener man. I don't judge. <laughs> okay. Um, I have made ribs a few times, only a few times, and they said they've attempted to do it with a sauce inside the wrap that didn't add the butter. But basically, the ribs developed a hard, burnt sauce crust that was inedible. Yeah, because all that sugar in that sauce—that's why. But I mean, it could be so, heat too. Yeah, that's what it is. It's so it's not just the sugar. So you had that grill too hot, and a lot of people I've se- I've seen it before. They put grill. I've got questions on it, pictures of it. What ha- what happens is you're looking at a dial. That's probably not accurate. You don't really know what that great temperature is where you're putting all that sugar on it. And then when, you know, sugar's going to caramelize. When you put that much. Um, you let it with, caramelize yeah, for an hour you and got, a half. And, and I'm, I've noticed it more when the temp's probably at least 350 or higher. And you don't realize it. Because I've had it do it on a drum or a drum got too hot on me and it kind of caramelized on the bottom of them. Where if, you, if you're going to do that, you're going to need to move those ribs around, flip them over. Don't just keep them beat down in that salt, sweet sauce the whole time. Um, and then know what that grate temp is. You know, Get you a temp probe where you can clip it right to that grate beside those ribs. And if you see you're cooking that hot on them, it's going to burn that sugar up. But I would stay away from, I mean, I say stay away from sugar in the wrap, but we put tons of brown <laughs> sugar and honey and all that stuff in there. So it's really, it's really on that grate temp. Is what's doing it. So you gotta you gotta know that temperature. Um, one thing that you can get with a cheap oven thermometer, you can buy them at the dollar store, Walmart. Yeah, you just set it right there beside yeah. it. That's an easy way to do it. I really trust like a Thermworks dot with one of their oh, surface probes more accurate. or yeah. clip that you can clip right on the grate. It does it does so much better, and you can see it as it's coming up or as it's going down. It's those those little dots are that accurate. Then just because your dial says one thing. Doesn't mean that's what you're cooking at, where you've got all that sugar. To explain that, I mean, cause, well, most a lot of these grills, especially the cheaper model grills, or you know, something you hadn't spent just a, t- a lot of money on, have cheap thermometers in them that don't work very well. It's a suggestion; they don't react very fast, and a lot of times they're up higher in the grill where your meat's nowhere close to, you know. So it's I, I don't I don't always trust. The thermometer, like even on that Weber, I don't trust that thing. I just say it's probably what it's cooking at. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I've done it but enough to know. where I kind of know how yeah. long it's taking. It's going to take me two hours to get my color. It's going to take me an hour, hour and 15, something like that but to get can, it tender. I know I'm cooking about 300 degrees. You know you can look at your fire. and you Yeah, know, and tell. And, and this, you know, how, how if fast. your coals is burning through all those coals, you know, too fast and you're having to add more, you're cooking hot. You know, that's a good way to, to think about it. My low end pit bus, like the analog uh, thermometer on the top, like it never goes over two hundred, no matter what. Yeah, I, I know that's really? not you know, it's not yeah. Since day one, it's always done that. So, do you have any other reading inside? 
Um, well, I, it has a digital on the side, and that's kind of give or take some, and so it's it's usually somewhere in the middle, I'd imagine. That's a good. I mean, a lot of people get caught up on temp, but a lot of it's just practice and cooking and kind of knowing what you're cooking at, what you're setting it on, learning how long it's taking, learning it. Yeah, you know, if you're cooking a butt in eight hours, you're cooking probably around two fifty. Oh, I did. If you're see cooking one in four hours, you're cooking four hundred. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, I did say where you were uh, did a was it sausage and cheese plate? Oh, that country plays in sausage, y'all. And is it not the best? We need to incorporate that. Maybe we need to do a sausage fest after we do winter fest. <laughs> oh, man. Can't we wiener just, can't sausage be part of wieners? And that's two totally different things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can get those guys up here. I passed it on my way down to yeah. uh, man, country plays. I love those guys. Cooper's Meat Market right there in Florence on Highway 49. If you're going through there, going to the beach this summer, you got to stop in and get some. At least get the pineapple. What's the pineapple, pineapple jalapeno? It's so good. I, the, I found a pineapple and pork, and then the jalapeno cheddar was yeah. – well, jalapeno cheddar is my favorite. I mean, hands down. They've I got one that's blueberry that I bought at Walmart the other day. I hadn't even tried. Yeah. Um, there's one with a pepper jack. I love the black, oh. the green the green onion. they got a oh. black pepper one that's good too now. They've got so many flavors, man. And they got a three cheese now. Yep. I need to try them all. Yeah. You, you got them at Walmart. Walmart has them. Like, I haven't had one Walmart. that I'm like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> They're all That's really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it blows Kaneka out the water. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> and I like Kaneka. I like Kaneka. It's extra smoky and extra greasy. Country <laughs> Please is just right, though. And it makes the best sausage and cheese boards. Um, somebody wanted to know, how do you keep that shirt so clean? Well, <laughs> that must have been just the right angle because I'm a shirt wrecker. I probably got stains all over this one. I got a it's a brand new shirt. And I go through a bottle of uh, spray and wash. I don't know. I'm hell on shirts now. What's every two? What would last a normal person a month? Probably last me a week. Yeah. <laughs> stain guard or stain, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's Nothing what I thought was clean. so funny. Yeah, How do good. you keep your shirt so clean? <laughs> <laughs> Work really hard at that. <laughs> and this one's one of my favorite. Glad to see you're using light beer, watching your calories. That's, a, that's it. <laughs> Only 95. How many calories in a Miller Lysa? 95? I've read it before. It's not I think many. it's like not much, 95, uh, 98. Yeah, ultra claims Because they do sell that Miller. I think, what's it called? Miller 64? That's like the that's that's the yeah. lowest calories you can find in a Miller. Yeah. So it's got to be just a little bit more than that, right? I think it's 98, 95 or 98 if I had to bet. I'd have to phone I think a friend. it's one of those. And I want to phone a friend. Ninety six. Is it ninety six? Oh, I was right in there, wasn't I? Yeah. And I think Ultra is like ninety five, so it's you know it's better for you, McLeod Ultra. Hey, I like some Ultra. I do too. I ain't got nothing wrong with Ultra. You can drink a lot. I've of got Ultra. a new Heineken out. It's like it's a near beer. Have y'all seen that? Uh-uh. Same great taste, no alcohol. None yeah. at all. Heineken yeah. Zero. Heineken Zero. Is it Heineken Zero? Sounds like hotcakes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Does it really? really? People, yeah, people are people like the up. taste of skunky water, huh? <laughs> I guess you like, like drinking palm water. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get over that. If, I, if it's not going to give me get you somewhere, yeah, yeah. why don't I want to drink this? I just might as well drink regular water. Do you have to be twenty one to buy it? You do because it has like a very, 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 very. It's low like alcohol. you'd have to drink six of them to get the effect of one. That's how that's how near beer used to be because there used to be over there. O'Doul's. Yeah. O'Doul's, yeah. O'Doul's. Bush, Bush N.A., Bud Zero. They yeah. got, I think everybody's got one these days, too. Yeah. So. O'Doul's is one I remember. That was the first one to me. Yeah. You drink six O'Doul's and it'd be like drinking one beer. It's like, oh, who would want to drink that much O'Doul's? Might as well drink mouthwash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mouthwash will get you there. Tishters. Stomach the tishters. Yeah. <laughs> Take the skin off your throat. It'll get you there. That's when you know you've got a problem. If you're, if you're in the medicine cabinet, if you're the uncle that's in the medicine cabinet drinking the <laughs> We've all got one. We've all got one. At least in the South we do. Um, so we talked about Wienerfest already. TikTok recipes was the next thing I was going to. We're fixing to film some uh, tomorrow, right, Tyler? Yes, sir. I've got some lined up. Um your everything chicken was a big hit. Yeah, that one was a good one. And I just so where'd you come up with that idea? People have been using that everything bagel on everything, and so <laughs> I was like, I hadn't seen anybody do it on some chicken yet, so I did it on chicken. It was good. I found it at Walmart. And I like now everything bagel's good. 
the seasoning. Yeah, itself. the seasoning. Yeah, yeah the thing. What is it? It's seeds and <laughs> it's like different kinds of sesame and seeds and peppers. Yeah, little probably a little onion flake, garlic. I just got a little. So pepper. it's savory. Yeah, it's it's savory. It's mainly sesame seed. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it made a good texture on some chicken. Like I just kind of cooked thighs and butter in that. So you you put thighs in butter. S- yeah, in a pan. Yeah, and just like. Kind of like a competition thigh, but I didn't really trim them that much. Did you tuck them? Were they bone in or bone or? Mm, they're bone in. They're bone were they in. skin on? I just, yeah, they were skin on. That's what was going to make the everything stick to them. I pretty much coated them in the everything. I think I used a little salt and pepper AP or something first. And it's been a while since I did that. And then <laughs> it I has put, been a minute. And then I put the AP on it. I mean, the uh, everything just covered them in it. I know we use and, butter, and then put them in a ton of butter, and like then, a whole stick spread out in a in a aluminum pan. Put them on the Traeger, cooked them till they were tender. Took them out, kind of drizzled them around in the butter a little bit, and then I seasoned them with a little more everything to get a little crunch. And they were good. And they were juicy and they were really good. They were I, really good. It had a good texture to it. I mean, kind of was reminded you of a little bit of a rotisserie flavor, I guess, with the texture you get on rotisserie chicken. That's yeah. why it's always kind of chunky, you know? Yeah. Crunchy. If you got diverticulitis, you probably don't want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of sesame seed in it. Um, you also did a strawberry strip tease. That was a good one there. <laughs> strawberry strip tease. <laughs> what was that? It was It's pretty much like a. I use cinnamon rolls, strawberry... It was strawberry uh, pie filling. cinnamon rolls, right? Yeah, but all that meant was it had strawberry icing. That was like yeah. the biggest eye-opener for people, though. Like, people were blown away that that existed. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Got them at Walmart. It's amazing what they have at Walmart. They got killer hog rubs there. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know. But, yeah, so it's uh, – basically, you put cinnamon rolls in a casserole. You grease a casserole dish, put cinnamon rolls in it, pour in some sweetened condensed milk, uh, pour in some uh, <laughs> strawberry pie filling. Just cover it. Then put a dry cake mix on top of that. I think I just used a white cake mix. Yeah, just plain, Duncan Hines. plain Duncan Hines white cake mix. And then cut up a ton of butter and just kind of put it in pats all over the top. So it kind of makes it cobblery. Yeah, it's kind of cross between bread pudding meets cobbler meets Dump cake. There's some yeah. evaporated milk in it too. Some, yeah, some, yeah, some evaporated milk in it. So it makes this custard almost. The cinnamon rolls start swelling up. Then they absorb all the liquid in it. And you've got that so layer of strawberries. And then the cake mix on top kind of makes that crumbly top. And then the butter just gets golden brown. And then you drizzle this strawberry cream cheese icing all over that. And it's it's good. It's, it's really. It sure wasn't pretty, but it was delicious. Oh man, it was the ugliest things you ever seen. We but, were kind of nervous there for a minute. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, it's coming out, Tyler. It's bubbling out. Because so, that was like first, you know, TikTok's experimental to me. Like these are just. I got this crazy idea to do something. I'm going to just. We're going one take shot. There ain't no mess ups. If it happens, it happens. And then. It was so at one point it was bubbling out and it was oozing and I was like, I don't know, man, it looks runny. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, well, let's give it 10, 15 more minutes or whatever. And then it finally absorbed all that liquid and then you scooped it out. And it was, I was like, well, that ain't the prettiest thing, but maybe you can get it close up. <laughs> and, and then we didn't really know what to do with the strawberry cream cheese. I said, I'll just drizzle that over the top at the end because I didn't want to throw it away. And I was like, dang, this is phenomenal. It's it like really good. guilty type. You felt bad for being there, like just at a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I called it that. It's, like, it's going to make you feel bad for being there. This is someone's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shouldn't, but I'm going to look anyway. <laughs> Here's some dollars. I'm going to eat this bowl of deliciousness. <laughs> oh. The one thing I will say about the recipe is the um, I'm not a fan of the uh, can pie filling. Yeah. So if you'd taken real strawberries and like macerated them with a little sugar, you know, for a little bit, yeah, use that. I see that being real good too. Ooh. I think it would be good. I mean, you don't have to use the cinnamon rolls. Like, do it like a bread pudding, or you take 
a loaf of French bread and tear it all up and make a oh yeah you know and then pour that custard over it, like let it sit and put your strawberries in there with it too and man, it would been real good. Um, you also did a Malcolm bomb. What's a Malcolm bomb? <laughs> <laughs> I, Tyler came up with a name for it. Uh, Fergalicious showed him to me when he came and did the burn in video. It was he's like, man, I got these buddies. They've been taking you know taking beer and they're putting some uh, any beer. Yeah, they were, I don't know what they were. I think they were doing Modelo or something because it was kind of around that Cinco de Mayo time, and yeah. they were putting hot. Um, I don't know if they were using hot sauce. Like I think they were using like tapatio or something like that, and putting some of the tahini seasoning on it, and squeezing a lime. I said, "Well, you know, I'm Miller Lite man, so we're gonna use some <laughs> of my hot sauce. Dick, we're gonna use some hot rub." Yeah, I saw somewhere where somebody does like Dos Equis, Valentinas, and the tahini. Yeah, on yeah, top, yeah, and then the lime and. So, I mean, it's it's all good. Well, you need hot sauce. You need some kind of spicy seasoning, chili kind of Mexican. Or, I mean, hot rub works great. Just yeah. nothing that's too sweet. And then some lime to squeeze on it. And you just put it all on top of the top where you're going to open the beer, pop it. That runs down in there and you drink it real fast. And it's just deliciousness. I mean, it's spicy. It's. A little sour from the lime, you know. You get the tanginess, and you get the delicious Miller Lite flavor. And it's just good, it really is. It's real good. It reminded me of like um, a Michelada, you know. Kind of had that yeah. beer, tomatoy flavor going. It's really good. So really good. I, I suggest trying it. And is you, that the last but you drink use Grande there? Gringo, right? Uh, I have. I've done it. I mean, we use the what, first what one. What y'all use in the So we did it twice. We did it once in Memphis in May, and I know we use Grande Gringo in Memphis yeah. in May. There's a good chance that the original was hot barbecue. I'm about to yeah. I really don't remember. I mean, I've done, I've done it with both. I've done so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> I do it with jerk season. Ran out of one. Get a red stripe jerk season. <laughs> so, oh, man, so that would be good. Some of the Blaze Fire hot sauce from Jamaica. Mm. It was always Grande. Yeah. They got red stripe in cans in Jamaica. I don't know if we got them. I think we only have bottles in the States. But. I don't know. They got red stripe light in Jamaica. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so what you got coming up? Uh, Winterfest. <laughs> no. Uh, no uh, we've got, uh, you know, I've got to do, we'll have some more YouTube videos coming next week. Um, I'm kicking around the idea. Of, so you did, you, can, you actually came up with this recipe. It was kind of a. It's an appetizer, I would say. Yeah. But it's it's like I was trying a, to do a fancy appetizer for a chamber yeah. of commerce event we were having here at the shop. So it's it's we, basically a chicken skewer, chicken thigh skewer. That's um, bourbon brown sugar chicken skewers is what I called them. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm doing that and serving it with a little dipping sauce. You know, that's kind of that's our YouTube idea. recipe, right? Yeah, that's gonna be a YouTube recipe coming. Amazing. We got to film it tomorrow too. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do one this week because we just come off Memorial Day and all that. So vacation. People. You need a break. Yeah. You need a break. But then can't we're be Malcolm to, and May yeah, all the time. can't be Malcolm and May all the time. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we talk you into these things. I know. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be great. Trust me. It'll be great. Yeah. Okay. Your May isn't busy enough. Yeah. <laughs> Promise. And basically, it's going to be summertime. We've got camp week coming. If you don't know. You need to find out. Camp Week's one of the greatest weeks. It's my second favorite holiday of the year. It's basically where we sit. You send your kid to camp, and then you get <laughs> you get to relive the glory days after a week. <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming up. Uh, and then we got. Let me tell you, you how know, Camp Week really works. Malcolm goes real hard one day and recovers for two. <laughs> and real hard another day. That's a and great Camp Week. <laughs> That's there's nothing wrong with that when you're I like to 45 go medium. years old. <laughs> medium. You like to go Miller Lite the whole week. <laughs> I like to go. I mean, I like to throw a good one yeah. every now and then. I like but. to go straight whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> like rock stars. You like to see bubbles in the bottle. <laughs> put the bubbles in the bottle. Pull the carburetors out. Get a couple of Netflix shows to binge watch on those out <laughs> He does, yeah. Do. That's what I do. That's camp week. <laughs> Oh, it's great. I can't wait. That's happening next week, right? So what uh, TikToks are y'all filming tomorrow? Um, we've got are some. Any surprises? Or? Eh, not really. I mean, I'm going to do some. I haven't, I haven't done a video on them, but pig shots. 
I've got yeah. uh, um, some bologna that I picked up this morning. I'm going to do some barbecue bologna. Cause Are you going to make like the whole sandwich or just show barbecue bologna? Uh, I don't get stuff to make the sandwich. I don't know. What do you think would be better, Tyler? Barbecue sandwich or just some barbecue bologna? All glazed up and looking delicious. I think, I mean, depending on how big the bologna was, we could probably do both, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Like get two different yeah. videos out of it. Yeah. Maybe. One's how to... I'm trying to do all this because I'm going fishing tomorrow, so we got to make this happen fast. <laughs> we're working on limited time. Yeah, we're working on limited time. And uh I'm going to do a drink. I hadn't worked that out yet, but I think it's going to be my take on like a Doyle whip. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a whip in so long. Yeah. A pineapple whip. You're talking about the ice fair. cream. Yeah, yeah you know how it cream. tastes like? It's, yes. it's vanilla it's creamy, but then it's got the pineapple flavor. Don't that sound like that would be a good drink? Heck yeah. I mean, so I'm going to use like uh, pinnacle whipped vodka, pineapple juice, probably some Sprite. That's about all I need. I could add. I don't, I don't want to. I was thinking you could add some kind of like coconut milk, but then it would turn too pina colada. So it's. I think it's just going to be. I think it's going to be a clear drink. I might add. Oh, I might add some Malibu too. That would be. Good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's That's several what. boozy Dole Whip recipes out there. Well, I didn't think. I mean, I ain't claiming I invented it. I'm just <laughs> saying I'm going to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's going down. It's the Malcolm Whip, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't claiming the invention of it. I didn't invent nothing. I was just going make it, to make it delicious. Christopher Columbus. I so tell me how they do it. What's What do you see in their several oh, okay. of them? Um, I'll just Am I on the on right track? The first one. Yeah. Uh, this lady says, just looking at her blog, I bet she doesn't put enough booze in it. <laughs> <laughs> For my personal liking. <laughs> um, she uses ice cream, pineapple juice, frozen pineapple, and two ounces of rum. No. She might pink a lot. Yeah. Not same thing. So this will definitely be your own version. Yeah. Any any drink coming from Malcolm, you know it's gonna be strong. You know it's <laughs> yeah. it's gotta have that good flavor profile too. This one's using frozen pineapple, coconut milk, coconut rum, sweetened condensed milk. Pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> so you're coming up with something completely different. Yeah. I love it. Love it. I guess you they're know, trying to get that cream in there. Like I think yeah. that's the main thing. They're trying oh, to yeah. copy the pineapple I'm getting whip it from the anything. whipped vodka. The whipped vodka has that. It's, I mean, it's not a creamy mouthfeel. It's a creamy taste. Yes. It's... Yeah. But I don't understand why they don't just use like like a little bit of like creme de coco or something. Just something that's going to give it kind of like that milkiness that yeah. you're looking for. And they're in their recipes, you know, instead yeah. of going the evaporated milk, more of a dessert, you know. Yeah, it really is a dessert with a little booze. Which I mean, I'm sure those are delicious. I love pina coladas. <laughs> I really do. So I had an idea this morning when I was coming up with um some notes for the podcast about bringing Having a little segment where we introduce all the employees, bring them into the podcast, let them come in, okay, interview them. What do you think about that? Uh, sounds like a winner to me. I'm, I like guests. Like bring Mikey, bring Mark. Well, Mark's on Mark's, here a lot. Yeah. yeah, Jamie. Jamie's never been. Yeah, he has. We did a a, a podcast. Katie can talk booze with us. Yep, Katie. She, she's our our. On staff expert bartender. <laughs> she doesn't really drink. She doesn't like to drink. Yeah. She just likes to watch us do it. <laughs> but but yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. So that might be something we do. Bring in the, um, you know, let people yeah. get to know everyone here how to barbecue, right? Because it's more than just you and I. I mean, for a long time, it was just you and I. Yeah. In a closet. <laughs> Their podcast. We were talking. Tyler, about, you missed those days. Have we ever shown you the, the podcast closet? I don't know if y'all had ever, if we'd had this conversation that many years ago and y'all were like, hey, man, you want to come work in our closet for us? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what would have happened. We actually had guests in there. <laughs> we get hot. <laughs> Everybody just breathe, really, really. Imagine this room right here, but about a quarter. Yeah. That's right. I used to live stream from. I feel yeah. that. Hey, it works. The sound in it was good because it was carpeted and it was angled walls and you could hang stuff on it. Oh, I had it decorated up in that closet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a big closet. Yeah. For a closet. It worked. But anyway, 
that's what's coming up for us. That's all I got today. It's summertime, and it's time to time to fire up those grills. Fire them up, yeah. Pop them Malcolm bombs. Enjoy your life. <laughs> Enjoy it. That's right. And hope meat prices go down. I saw brisket today at Super Low, hundred dollars at the grocery store. Just a regular old choice brisket. That's what everybody was talking about in the group the other day. Actually, uh, somebody posted his prices, and then everybody kind of across the nation was talking about their prices, and they're all up. Yeah, if they can't sell the stuff, they're gonna have to go down. So we'll just wait for them to reduce it. <laughs> let it get a little age. Yeah, let it get a little age. There. We'll go get it then. <laughs> or we'll get get to getting in the outdoors. Ramp up the deer cooking. Buy some chickens. Buy some chickens. Yeah. I've always wanted to go into farming. <laughs> the great outdoors. <laughs> small, small animal farming. I know rabbits are easy to get into. <laughs> <laughs> rabbits and cats. They pretty much cats. take care of themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about cats. <laughs> you don't want to get into cat farming. It gets wild. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else we got today, Shell? You want to tell them where they can find us? If you'd like to connect with Tyler, where can they find you? I just changed it to TikTok underscore Tyler on Instagram, guys. <laughs> there we go. TikTok underscore Tyler on the IG. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram. If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to Barbecue Right, How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course YouTube, and now TikTok. It's going to be on Facebook. Yep. Like, it's not going to be spaced anymore. No space, mm-hmm. just how T- to BBQ. Right. That's been an issue this week, so... Yeah. So get all that straight. We're good. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us, and we will see y'all next week. We gone.